This is the Conservative American Message, hosted by the one and only Cam Lau. It is Monday, October 2nd, 2023, and you can join me every week for the greatest political commentary known to man. Mark Twain once said, Never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. The government barely managed to avoid a shutdown on Saturday. This, of course, after the Democrats exhausted every option to try and force the government into shutdown. Representative Jamal Bowman of New York actually pulled a fire alarm to try and delay the process. I'm not sure how he thought he would get away with something like that at the Capitol as he was caught on camera. The Democrats continue to impress us by reaching new lows in their political tactics. Here's what Speaker McCarthy had to say about the incident. You know, I think ethics should look at this, but this is serious. Um, when you think of how other people are treated when they wanted to come in and change the course of what was happening in this building. And to, did he deny he did it when it's on tape? And I'm going to have a discussion um, with the Democratic leader about it. But this should not go without punishment. This is an embarrassment. You're elected to be a member of Congress. You pulled a fire alarm in a minute of hours before the government being shut down, trying to dictate that government would shut down? What's going through a person's mind like that? But we will find the right ability to deal with this. Yes. Now for the real news of the week. For some odd reason, on Wednesday night, seven random people got up on stage at the Ronald Reagan Library and all talked at the same time for a couple hours. I think they called it the Republican debate. It was truly a sad sight, very hard to watch. I'm starting to support Trump's decision to skip these things more and more. I mean, it's a complete joke. Not a single person on that stage will be the next president of the United States. It's funny for about a second, and then it just gets depressing. None of the candidates really exhibited any qualities that make me want to vote for them ever. Instead, what they did was exhibit how weak the Republican Party is. The party platform is just so weak. Every one of them is fully prepared to have a Bush-style presidency in which no change is enacted and we continue to give up more ground to the extreme progressives. The simple fact is that we need Donald Trump. He is the one and only man who is going to do the job and do it well. We know this for a fact because he did it. He showed the nation what he's capable, capable of. And the only way to get back on track is to bring him back. Because if my choice next November is between another four years of Biden and one of these seven Republicans from this debate, my vote, my vote is basically worthless. Obviously, I would still cast my ballot for any Republican over Joe Biden. But it's incre incredibly discouraging. So, even though the debate was just a silly night wasted by listening to candidates without half a chance, there were still some moments that we have to point out. From the beginning, it started out very strange. They opened the whole thing up with an intro that was in Spanish from Univision. I was sure that I must have been watching the Democratic debate, but sure enough, this was Fox News. This indeed was the Republican debate. They were pandering to that Spanish-speaking vote, like a bunch of liberals. Throughout the debate, you did have to have a shred of sympathy for Doug Burgum. 
He barely got any questions, and whenever he attempted to chime in, the moderators were like, Doug, please don't speak. This is a debate for candidates for president. To be fair, his poll numbers are basically non-existent. But as Doug struggled to get any time, Ron DeSantis tried to stay out of the spotlight, which I do think was wise on his part. He understands that the debate is just a terrible joke, and the more time that he spends talking on that stage, the worse his poll numbers will be. Now, Vivek did not go along with the weak GOP platform, but he went too far with his crazy ideas, like raising the voting age and ending birthright citizenship. I mean, I understand that those policies would increase Republicans' chances in every election, but you can't just change the Constitution, dude, to make the game easier, even if it helps out our side. Mike Pence was probably the biggest idiot on the stage, although he might be tied with Chris Christie for that title. But when he was asked about education, Pence got to talk a little bit about his sex life. Full disclosure, Chris, you mentioned the president's situation. I, my wife uh, isn't a member of the teachers' union, but i got to admit, I, I've been sleeping with a teacher for 38 years. And uh, full disclosure, look, education is a state and local function. The state of Indiana had one of the very first school choice programs in the country. Nikki Haley had one good moment where she called out Vivek for trying to pander to the youth through apps like TikTok, which I thought was kind of funny. I hear you. I feel a little bit dumber for what you say because I can't believe <laughs> no, they hear that we've got a TikTok situation. What they're doing is these 150 million people are on TikTok. Talk. That means they can get your contacts, they can get your financial information, they can get your emails, they can Let get just say, text messages, they can get all this of these things. This is China very important knows for exactly our what they're this doing. Is very and what we've party, seen is say, you've gone and you've helped China build, make medicines will, in China, not America. Me. Excuse you are me. now wanting kids to go and get on the social media that's dangerous for all of us. You went and you were in business with the Chinese that gave Hunter Biden $5 million. We can't trust you. We so can't me, trust you. We can't have TikTok and I think Other than that, the whole thing was basically just Nikki Haley and Tim Scott going back and forth with the occasional Vivek jumping in to say something. By far the greatest moment of this debate, though, that will go down in history, came from the most worthless person in the Republican Party. Chris Christie totally planned this ahead of time, but regardless, it was so stupid but so funny, and will be eternalized as a meme. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. The only other thing I can say is that we have got to stop dividing the Republican Party in these ten different directions. There was one man who won this debate. One man who has united the Republican Party with libertarians and independents from across the country. One man who has a real shot at winning this thing. And one man who will actually get the job done in office. Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee. And Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States. Well, that's all I have time for. But before I go, I gotta throw in my little plug. 
Make sure and remember to follow and subscribe to the Conservative American Message on Instagram, Facebook, X, Truth Social, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, everywhere else. And please share this episode with all your friends so we can keep offending everyone. Speaking of offending, were you offended by this podcast? If so, good. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate you all. Have a great week and stay conservative.